The VPM Daily Newscast is sponsored by Kanawa Capital Management. Your financial life is unique, complex, and dynamic. Kanawa Capital Management's team of credentialed professionals has been helping its clients build wealth and confidence through personalized planning and informed investing since 1989. Learn more at cancap.com. That's K A N C A P.com. I'm Ian Stewart. This is the VPM Daily Newscast. About 70% of the inmates at Palmonkey Regional Jail in Hanover County have tested positive for COVID-19. Officials announced the outbreak during a press conference Wednesday. The outbreak began at the end of August with four staff members followed by an offender testing positive last week. The jail tested staff and inmates on September 4th and the facility was locked down as they awaited results. So far, there have been no hospitalizations or deaths, and officials say the majority who tested positive were asymptomatic or had only mild symptoms. A Republican senator tried to ban police unions in Virginia with a proposed amendment to a comprehensive police reform bill that passed the Senate Wednesday. But as Whitney Evans reports, that amendment was defeated. The bill was introduced by Democratic Senator Mamie Locke. It would create statewide professional standards of conduct for police officers, make it easier to decertify bad cops, and require de-escalation training. GOP Senator Bill Stanley proposed excluding law enforcement from unionizing. Newly empowered Democrats voted earlier this year to permit collective bargaining for public employees starting in May. Stanley said police unions allow bad cops to stay on the street. What was the source of the killing of George Floyd? What was one of the contributing factors? It was a bad cop, a bad cop that had been on the street for too many years, protected by his police union. The officer responsible for Floyd's death had at least 17 excessive force complaints against him. Whitney Evans, VPM News. A new ban on firearms at public events is effective immediately in Richmond, according to a spokesperson for Mayor LeVar Stoney. People found guilty of violating the ban could face a Class 1 misdemeanor. That could mean up to a year in jail or a fine of up to $2,500. Some Black Lives Matters protesters criticized the new ban, saying it could give police reason to target them. Councilman Mike Jones says he expects Richmond officers to enforce the ban fairly. When it's 2A day at the General Assembly, we're going to see how uh, how they go about doing it. If I see 10,000 people with guns, I'm going <laughs> to... I'm going to say, what, what about your ban now? The ban was proposed by the mayor last month and passed unanimously by city council earlier this week. Richmond Commonwealth's attorney Colette McEachin is asking for a special prosecutor to investigate the handling of a nearly $2 million city contract. The request comes after news reports revealed Mayor LeVar Stoney awarded the contract for removing Confederate monuments to a campaign donor. Roberto Rodan has more. Colette McEachin previously declined to investigate the matter because the same person who received the city contract also donated to her husband's political campaign back in 2011. She's married to U.S. Representative Donald McEachin. City Councilwoman Kim Gray, who's running against Stoney this November, demanded the Commonwealth's attorney recuse herself. McEachin now tells VPM that she's asked the Richmond Circuit Court to appoint a prosecutor from outside of Richmond. That person will determine whether there should be a criminal investigation and a grand jury. Stoney has denied any wrongdoing, saying he didn't know that the contract was awarded to a campaign donor until after the procurement department had already made its decision. Roberto Roldan, VPM News. 
Lawyers representing Kanye West are appealing a federal judge's decision last week to remove West's name from Virginia ballots. The judge found evidence of misconduct and fraud and ordered the rapper's name removed as an independent candidate for president. In their appeal to the Supreme Court of Virginia, West's attorneys argue the judge didn't consider key evidence. West is being represented by two lawyers with ties to the Republican Party. Republican Bob Good made waves when he unseated Congressman Denver Riggleman in a nominating convention in June. On Wednesday, Good faced off with Democrat Cameron Webb in a virtual forum in what is so far their only scheduled joint appearance. Ben Pavier has more. The sprawling 5th Congressional District stretches from Danville, north through Lynchburg and Charlottesville. It's been in Republican hands for a decade. But Democrats see an opening with Cameron Webb, a black doctor who served in a policy post under Presidents Obama and Trump. He brought up that time repeatedly during the forum. That experience has taught me that it's possible to build consensus. That's not a naive thing. Our career civil servants in Washington, they see that all the time. Bob Good, who is white, is a former Liberty University athletics director. He emphasized his conservative pro-Trump agenda, and he cast Webb as a far-left radical. If my opponent was elected, he would do like all the other Democrats in Congress, and he would work to undo everything that President Trump has done. Good successfully defeated Denver Riggleman after the congressman officiated a gay marriage last year. But Good has struggled to fundraise, pulling in one-fifth as much money as Webb so far. Ben Pavier, VPM News. A proposal that creates a utilities repayment program will soon be considered by the full state Senate. It aims to support Virginians who have been financially impacted by the coronavirus pandemic. While the legislation does not propose a moratorium on utility shutoffs, it would help customers catch up on missed payments over the course of a year. The bill, proposed by Richmond Senator Jennifer McClellan, will have to clear several more votes in the Senate and then in the House before reaching the governor's desk. The state corporation commission's freeze on electric, water, and gas utility disconnections is set to expire next Wednesday, September 16th. A budget amendment proposed by Governor Ralph Northam is looking to extend that moratorium until two months after the state of emergency is over. Richmond officials toured the new River City Middle School in Southside Wednesday. At over 180,000 square feet, River City is the biggest of the district's three new schools. It has two gyms and a variety of specialized classrooms for different electives. Each classroom will also get a high-tech interactive whiteboard projector. Speaking through his face mask, Superintendent Jason Cameras said he's excited for River City students to return to in-person learning. I think they will be thrilled. I think they will just be in awe when they walk in, their eyes wide open to see how beautiful it is, how modern it is. River City Middle School took 15 months to build and a cost around $64 million and will replace Elkhart Middle School. All of the stories you've heard can be found at vpm.org news. This has been the Daily VPM Newscast. I'm Speech Thomas from the hip-hop crew Arrested Development. On the new VPM podcast, Track Change, I take you behind the walls of Richmond City Jail, where I help four men record an album and hear how they're trying to break free from a cycle of addiction and incarceration. Been so long since I've been free. Subscribe to Track Change in your podcast app.